Welcome to The Wisdom Show, a gathering place for the world's leading experts in the fields of human potential, spirituality, personal development, health, relationships, and more. Join us as we evolve together to the highest expression of our lives. And now, your host, Gene Swan. Hello, everyone, and welcome. We're going to be talking today about something that can dramatically increase the level of success you're able to achieve in your life. That is success as you define it, whether that be in finances, relationships, the amount of joy in your life, the quality of your experiences. There are so many success programs out there. And we're going to find out from our guest today why they don't work for most people, why the majority of people buy programs or attend seminars, and they feel good about it for a short while, and then nothing changes. So many of you know our guest today, Dr. Alex Lloyd, who's been on just about every media outlet there is, and who is also the subject of a PBS special about the healing codes, the program that heals the source of problems rather than managing the symptoms. Dr. Lloyd was with us a few months ago talking about the healing codes, and he's back today to tell us all about the success codes. So welcome back, Dr. Alex Lloyd. Thank you so much, Jean. It's an honor and a privilege. I've really been looking forward to uh, being with you again. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining us today and explaining the success codes, which are based on the healing codes, but a little different. And many listeners do have the healing codes program. They're very familiar with it. They love it. But for some people joining us who might not be familiar with it, can you tell us how you discovered the healing codes and then how that led into the success codes? Sure. Absolutely, Jean. Um, it It was really one part desperation and one part love, and uh, that was related to my wife and uh, it and our marriage. We got married in 1986, uh, thinking our life was going to be happily ever after. Uh, in, le- in a little less than three years, both of us wanted a divorce, and after visiting three doctors, we found out that Tracy was severely de- depressed, clinically depressed, uh, the doctor said, you know, there's, you hear a lot about depression these days, and this was back in 19, uh, about 88, 89. You hear even more about it now, but th- he was saying this back 20 years ago. You hear a lot about depression these days. He said there's depression, and then there's depression. And what Tracy has is the big bad bear of depression. It's genetic. She'll have it till the day she dies. It probably goes back several generations in her ancestry, and there's nothing she can do about it. So just, you know, first of all, just come to grips with that. And then secondly, the good news, we can manage it with medications. Well, uh, Tracy, we found out, we thought that was good news at first because at least we knew what was going on and the managing with medications sounded good. But Tracy is in the significant percentage of people that that most people aren't aware of who have such extreme side effects from antidepressants that they either don't get any benefit or the side effects are far worse than the benefit they get, and that was true for her. So we knew pretty quickly that that was not going to be a, a solution kind of option. So we had a recommitment ceremony for our marriage Uh, decided we were in it for better or worse, and started out on our journey 
it ended up being the the only way I know to put it is uh, twelve years of living hell. Um, and and I that I got two doctorates during that time, not as a career path, but to try to become an expert in depression to cure my wife, which which didn't work. Uh, we met a lot of good people, found a lot of good things as we traveled all over the world for 12 years searching for a cure for depression. But Tracy was always still depressed. And in the spring of 2001 uh, came the discovery of the healing codes. I was in uh, an airport in Los Angeles, and uh, my wife called me. She was horribly depressed. I tried to encourage her, told her I loved her, I'm, I'm on my way home, I'm going to take care of you, we're going to find a solution to this, we're not ever going to give up until we do, you know, that kind of thing. Got on the plane, the plane takes off, um, I start praying for Tracy, as I had every day for 12 years, and this time it's different. Something happens that had never happened before, never happened since. Um, it was a download. Uh, I believe it was a gift from God, but it was for sure a download, revelation, you know, wh- wh- what, however you're comfortable putting that, you know, if you're listening. And I knew, uh, you know, when you have something like that happen, it goes beyond words. And I knew this is what I've been searching for. So I took dictation for three hours, literally it was word for word, and got home, did it on Tracy. Her depression was gone in 45 minutes. Took it into my private practice Monday morning, and the same thing happened with my clients there. Their depression was going away. Their anxiety was going away, some of them in an hour, some of them in a day, some a month, but all of them quickly. And then I had clients started who started coming in about six weeks after that, saying, my MS is gone, my multiple sclerosis is gone, my cancer is gone, my diabetes is gone, my heart disease is gone. One of the most famous doctors on the planet, Dr. Ben Johnson, the director of a cancer clinic at that time, uh, had been diagnosed about a year before with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, He started doing the codes. His ALS was completely gone in about six weeks. And... um, so that's where the codes came from. We we officially released them to the public June the 6th, 2004, uh, out of my basement with very little money, no advertising. We've never spent any money on advertising. We knew that we're going to sink or swim based on word of mouth, and that's the way we wanted it. And in the last two years, as you said, um, I've been featured live. These are not commercials or infomercials, but live on uh, news programs, ABC, NBC, Fox, CBS, um, PBS, as you said, uh, and many cable stations, too, uh, which just blows me away from, from where we've come from, from that place of desperation to... Um, where we are today, clients in 50 states, 143 countries, and counting. So that's the history uh, where the healing codes came from. Yes, and it sounds the way it came 
uh, to you, I would define as a miracle, but you also have a lot of science and proof and evidence and case histories to show that the healing codes really do work. Right. We tested it for a year and a half with uh, mainstream medical tests, the gold standard medical test in, in standard medicine for the last 30 years for the current state of the autonomic nervous system or what we would call physiological stress. This is the test in medicine for stress. It's called heart rate variability. And we tested the codes with that for a year and a half. The results were unprecedented in the history of medicine still to this day. So um, absolutely. So that people can understand what the healing codes and the success codes are. Can you explain its hand positioning and its yeah. uh, exactly yeah, sure. what it is? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, the healing codes are the discovery of four healing centers on the body that, to our knowledge, have never been discovered before. It's not acupuncture points. It's not meridians. It's not chakras. It's not Reiki or yoga. There's no exercise involved. It's not affirmations. Um, it is actually activating these four healing centers with your fingers in a particular coded sequence, depending on what your problem is. Um, it's kind of like taking the basic notes on a piano and saying, okay, with these notes, we can play any song. You know, with these six, I think there's six or seven basic notes, we can play any song you could ever imagine. Well, for any problem you could ever have, you can heal the source of it through the activation in a specific order of these four healing centers. And so you simply go to the back of the manual, look up your problem. This is the healing codes. And uh, there'll be a page number there beside your problem. You go there, it'll have the healing code. The healing code takes about six minutes to do. Seven-year-olds can do it unassisted. You can do it lying down, sitting up, standing up, walking. No discomfort of any kind. Um, and, uh, and then the success codes, there is not one single thing in the success codes that's the same as the healing codes except for the activation of the four healing centers. But there's different codes for different issues in the success than the healing codes, and there's a totally different process about what you're trying to do. That It's night and day. People always say that. Well, I've got the healing codes. Why do I need this? It's two totally different animals. So... Um you said that you never intended to create a success program, that you just you did the healing codes and you had no intention of creating another program from that. What is it that made you decide to create a whole new program so people could create success? Yeah, that's an interesting story, Gene. It, it, a lot of frustration in that story, too. Uh, you know, when we started to become uh, more popular and, and get, you know, uh, Articles in Time and Newsweek and 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 People and the television interviews and all that sort of thing. We uh, we grew faster than we ever imagined and had trouble keeping up with with uh, the clients. And one of the things that happened the most is we would have people heal from this or that, and then they would say, 
oh, I, now that I feel good, man, I want to go out there in the world and live my life. But I've never been able to break through. And, and, and I've always fallen short or failed or whatever. So can you guys help me with that? Well, we would try to, but, you know, we really weren't geared for that. And uh, I've been recommending to people other modalities ever since we started. I mean, wholeheartedly, yeah, go do this. This is great. Go do that. You know, almost all of them are in the healing world and, and the health world. So I started looking at success modalities so that when that happened, because we we – we weren't in need of clients, okay? And uh, so I wanted to see, okay, who do I steer these folks to? So for three years, I tried everything I could find. Some of them cost thousands of dollars each, okay? I, there's no telling how much money I spent. Some of them, you know, people gave to me, but a lot of them they didn't. And uh, to be honest with you, Gene, I couldn't find one that worked consistently for, you know, pretty much anybody or any situation. I found several that would work for, for you know, maybe one person in two or one person in three, and those might have been the better ones. But most of them just didn't work very well, and it was really out of, out of that three years of a failed search that I said, you know what, the, the, the internal source mechanism of success is the same one as health. So, you know, as much as I don't want to, this is needed out there, and we keep having people ask for it, so we're going to put one together. So we spent about three years putting the success codes together and then another year and a half or so testing it and then just released it uh, recently. So why is it that most people never succeed with most programs out there? I mean, it is known in the success industry that there isn't a high success rate <laughs> with the programs, right. right? Right. According to industry experts, and, and this, is, this is the dirty little secret I've had it called by insiders in the success industry, and the first time I ever heard about it was from Ken Johnston, who was a former um, executive in Silicon Valley, made loads of money there, and then decided that he wanted to do in retirement what he had always been passionate about, which was help people succeed. And he was really stressed out by Silicon Valley and, and that, you know, the constant pressure and stress. So he did that. He, he resigned and uh, went into the success industry and the self-help industry, and before he knew it, he was the uh, COO, the chief operations officer of the largest success personal development seminar company in North America, an absolute monster. To give you an idea, they passed Tony Robbins years ago. And, uh, and so he went to work for them at running the company. And after several years of running the company, uh, I met him. They invited me to be one of their speakers uh, one year. And I met him there and uh, talked about um, our, our, our process. And 
so he called me a little while after that, and he uh, he said, the reason for my call, I'm wondering if there's a place for me at the Healing Codes. And first of all, I about, you know, dropped my teeth. And I said, well, well, first of all, Ken, there's no way in the world I can afford you. So, you know, I don't even know why we're talking. But, but secondly... Why in the world would you want to leave the top company in the world, you know, to come to work for me? And and he said, he said, well, he said, first of all, the money isn't the big issue to me. That's why I got out of Silicon Valley in the first place. And secondly, I want to help people. I started doing this to help people. And he said, what you never hear is that in the success self-help industry, there is an approximate 97% failure rate. And he said, we, he said, all of us know it, but we will only talk about it behind closed, locked doors in a whisper. And he said, we get enough testimonials from the 3% to make it seem like everybody is is being successful, but he said it's about a 97% failure rate. And he said, I believe, and he'd been trying our process, and he said, I believe that you may have a 97% success rate. And he said, that's the reason I started doing this. So I don't care about the money. I want to help people. So he actually worked for me for the first six months for free uh, just because he wanted to start helping people. And then since then, I've asked behind locked, closed doors several other people like that in the success industry um, who made me swear not to use their name. And they all confirm that. Yep, that's right. Almost everybody fails, and we're making millions of dollars a year on it. Sounds like the diet industry, too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, Mark Victor Hansen, the co-author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul books, told me if you can ever develop a healing codes process for weight loss, financially you'd never have to do anything else because it's the top-selling category every single year, and it's the same people every single year. So that tells you they're, they're failing every year, even with the new stuff. Right. So it would be, he couldn't stay in integrity selling something that didn't work, and that's admirable. And then uh, t did you create the success codes together? No, we didn't. Um, I was already in the process of creating it, and I had already let him look behind the veil, so to speak, before we ever made it public. And he had been trying that and it had seen things that he had never seen before in himself. So um, no, he but but he knew he knew that it was on the way. So why is it? What is the reason for this huge failure rate with success programs? And how did you discover what it was? Yeah, that's a great that's a great question. Um, if you look back in the last fifty to sixty years in the success self help industry. Here's what you'll see, and if you're listening to this, I challenge you to go back and look and prove me wrong on this. Virtually every program you're going to find teaches the same thing, and it is a three-step 
process. Now, they may add a fourth or fifth step trying to make it unique in some way. They may tweak it here or there, but at, at the root of it, it's the same three-step process, and here it is. Number one, decide what it is that you want. Number two, develop a plan to get what you want. And number three, engage your willpower to work the plan until you get it. All right? And that's it. And that is the success self-help process of virtually every system I could find on the planet in my three-year search. And uh, I challenge you. Now, now, I'm not saying there's not a single one that, 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 that's not that, but about 99% of them are that. And, and, and what I'm telling you tonight, and you can write this down, that this is the date that you heard this because this might be a life-changing thing for you, but I'm telling you tonight that that three-step process is literally a blueprint for failure. As, as logical as it sounds, it is five-year-old success. And five-year-old success is see the lollipop, get the lollipop, put the lollipop in my mouth, all right? We're trying to become successful the way five-year-olds do, and it won't work in the adult world. In fact, it's a blueprint for failure, and I can prove it. So how can you prove it? And, and so it really, it's it's an internal mechanism that needs to be changed, not not the external factors or not willpower where you're forcing yourself. But can you explain to us what is it that does have to be changed for us to yeah. succeed? Yeah, sure. Um, Dr. Dan Gilbert from Harvard University did landmark research in this area in the last few years at Harvard. Published it, hit the hit the lecture trail, had a best-selling book about it. And what, what their research found at Harvard, and there's other research too, but this is the best I've found. What their research found at Harvard, and this is a direct quote, Dr. Gilbert's words, not mine. Expectations are a happiness killer. Direct quote, the, the concluding results of their study at Harvard. Now, if you read the study and the fine print or read his book where he discusses it, what he's talking about is external expectations related to an area that you might call success. All right? So what they found is that if you have External, that's external versus internal. Eugene, you just referenced internal, and you're right. So if you have external expectations of an end result success, you have just killed your own happiness. And here's why. And, and they, they did the research at, at Harvard and found this. The instant that you have that as your goal, let's say, it puts you into an immediate, chronic state of stress until you get the thing or you don't get it. And, and stress does five things. Number one, makes you sick. 
because it turns your immune system down or off. Number two, it makes you tired all the time because it causes an adrenaline spike and then an adrenaline crash, which can last for years. Number three, it, 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 um, it causes you to come at whatever you're doing from a negative perspective. Okay. Number four, it dumbs you down. It literally sucks away your IQ. And number five, and this is why we're talking, it causes you to fail because it does the first four. And so and in order to try to be successful, you have just punched a button in yourself, if you will, that almost ensures failure. So by feeling that we need something externally and not having it, that would put us into such a negative state that there's something wrong with me because I don't have this yet. And then that Well, that's part of it. That's part of it. But the other part um, is changing those internal mechanisms so that they literally take you to success, but that's not, that's not your goal. That's not what you're focused on. That's not the engine that's driving you. See, it's that focus. And, that, and Dr. Bruce Lipton from Stanford Medical School agreed with the research from Harvard, and he said yes. He said anything that is based on willpower, he said if you're trying to become successful by your willpower, and that's what that three-step process is, decide what you want, develop a plan with your willpower, put the plan into action until you get it. Dr. Lipton says if your plan to succeed is based on willpower, there is a million to one shot that you'll be able to do it. So this is energy medicine. And basically, right. um, can you describe how it works? Because what you're doing then is you're taking the frequencies of the negative emotions and, and raising them to higher vibrating emotions. And therefore, you're in a state where you can attract what you want. Am I correct in that? Well... I wouldn't say it that way. What I would say is you're getting rid of what I call human hard drive viruses that are like a computer virus on your computer, but this is an internal an internal virus that is blocking you from the success that you want. So what you're going to do is you're going to eliminate the virus. You're going to in you're going to literally create and infuse a new success memory that is, I call it a, uh, a super success memory because it's extremely powerful. It's not like a normal memory, and it takes about 40 days to create one and infuse it. And then you're going to overlay a new blueprint for success that is not that three-step process for failure, but it is one that's in harmony with the way we work that is not based on external expectations. It turns the stress off instead of turning the stress on. And all of a sudden, you feel energy, you feel uh, positive, you're excited, you're smart, you're, and the negatives are gone. And you go out there and do what you've always had the capability to do, but you couldn't because those viruses were messing you up just like they would mess your computer up. 
So you have said we're biologically programmed to fail from childhood, and it is these viruses that causes that, right? How do I, we identify as individuals what they are? And, you know, we might not know what, what is blocking us. How would we identify them through the success codes? Yeah. The success codes is, uh, has several steps. The first one is you determine your wrong goals and see how they're wrong. And, and we walk you through that, and I'll walk you through a part of that tonight. As uh, In fact, before we're done tonight, what I would like to do is walk everyone through a process to determine what real success is for you. Uh, and it's probably not what you think. But it is extraordinarily powerful. So the first thing is you, 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 you notice, you determine what real success is for you and quit going after success that's not real success which most people do then you determine okay i'm going to create i'm going to eliminate the viruses that i already have keeping me from this ultimate perfect success for me that's the next step and and we have a process to do that then I'm going to create this new super success memory and infuse it over a 40-day period that's going to take me automatically like the rudder on a ship toward the success that I want, almost whether I want to or not. Uh, that's what so many people have told us. Um, it was just effortless, and, and, and I've got a great story about that if you want to hear it. Yes, absolutely. And um, – and then that's it. It it just happens. And what I love about it is you can do this in six to eight minutes a day. So it's right. not like you have to invest. Um, anyone can find that much time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Absolutely. So what is the process of uh, how we can identify what's important to us? It might be a good idea to go through that now. Yeah. Yeah. The way I do this is I ask people uh, one question. And the question is, what do you want right now more than anything else? But don't answer it yet, okay? Because I've got a couple of conditions on how you answer that question. How you answer this question is going to determine whether you get success in your life. So I want you to answer it with no filtering at all, all right? We tend to filter things. We'll have an answer come up from our gut or what I call our heart, and then we immediately say, no, that's not the right answer, or no, I know that's not what he's looking for, or oh, I shouldn't be thinking that, or whatever. That's filtering, okay? The only way to make this work correctly for you is not to filter. So I would advise you to answer this question and write it down and not let anyone else see your answer if you're concerned about that, okay? Because we want it to work for you. You want it to work for you, okay? And here's the best way I know to get you to do that because we have a natural aversion to it. It's part of our wanting to be socially accepted, okay, by having a socially acceptable answer. So here it is. When I was growing up, uh, I love the story of Aladdin and his magic lamp. It was one of my favorite stories. Loved it when Disney came out with that movie. 
And um, so here's the picture I'm going to give you. I want you to imagine that Aladdin's genie has just appeared before you right now, right where you are as you're listening to this, and that, and that no one else is there. It's just you and the genie, and you can't believe it's happening. You thought this was just a fairy tale. You never even, maybe even believed that anything like this was possible. But all of a sudden, it's real. The genie is standing in front of you, and the genie tells you, I've come here to grant one wish for you, and only one. You can only have one wish granted in your entire life. You can wish for almost anything you want. You can't wish for more wishes, and you can't wish for someone else to love you or do something that you want them to do. So you can't take away someone else's free will. But $10 million, you got it. A health problem gone in the snap of the fingers, it's yours. Almost anything else I will grant you, and no one else will know that this is how you got it. They will think it just happened in the natural course of things, like you, you earned the money or, or were a great businessman or, or something like that, okay? So that's the conditions of the wishes. You get one, and you have to tell me what you wish for within ten seconds or you lose the wish forever. So in other words, you can't think about it too much, all right? Right. So if you're listening to this right now, close your eyes unless you're driving and put yourself in that situation. The genie's standing in front of you. Do you see it? He's just told you he's going to grant a wish. It can be almost anything you want. You see it. You hear him saying that. And he tells you that you've got to tell him what you want in 10 seconds or you lose the wish forever. Okay? Close your eyes. Let's do a countdown. You've got 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one, okay, write down what you would wish, what you would tell the genie you want. Write it down right now. Okay, thank you. Thank you for indulging me. I know that's, you know, I made that maybe a little more complicated than it had to be. But the reason I did... It's because it, it is absolutely critical that you answer that question the way you would actually respond to the genie if it really happened. Because that's what's going to determine whether this process works for you or not. Okay? So here's the deal on this. All right? I've been asking people this question more than I've ever asked anybody anything. I've been asking people that question, what do you want right now more than anything else, for about 23 years, one person at a time for years in counseling and therapy, 10, 50 at a time, thousands at a time, where, they, where I'd be speaking, 
They would write down their answers on pieces of paper. They would pass them in. They would collate them backstage and bring the results to me on stage, and I would tell people what I'm about to tell you. The last group I did this with uh, in person was a little over 1,600 people. Six people out of 1,600 gave the right answer. All right? In my experience, approximately 99% of people give the wrong answer to this question. And, and the reason it's wrong is because if, if this is how you answered the question, and I'm about to tell you what that is in a minute, it virtually ensures your failure. In other words, you're, you're sabotaging yourself. And so many people go around and around in that cycle for decades, spending a lot like I did in that three years, spending money on this program, that program, the other program, and they wonder why none of them are working, and they think this, either got, this guy's either lying to me or there's something wrong with me, okay? It, it, it may not be either one, but it's certainly not anything wrong with you, okay? 99% of people answer that question with an external circumstance. Money, health, fame, career, someone else doing something for you, etc. All right? 99% of people. Okay? Now, how do I know that's the wrong answer? Because when I ask two more questions, people tell me it's the wrong answer. And here they are. Here's question number two. And you might want to write this down because you can do this with your family members and friends to help them find out what it is that they really want more than anything else, okay? Question number two is if you were to get number one, what would that do for you? What would that change in your life? Question number two, if, if you were to get number one, the original wish to the genie, what would that do for you? What would that change in your life? Question number three is if you were to get number one and number two, how would you feel? Question number three, if you were to get number one and number two, how would you feel? All right. Here's what I want to suggest to you tonight. What you really want more than anything else, if, if you answered question number one with an external circumstance, which most people do. What you really want more than anything else is whatever you is however you answered question number three. That's so what you want most. That is such a profound demonstration that shows us it's not the car, the job, or the relationship. It's the feeling that we believe it will bring us. That's right. But but the reason we answer number one instead of number three is because we don't think we can have number three unless we get number one. We think if we achieve number one, it purchases for us number three. And, Gene, that is one of the biggest lies ever perpetrated and believed on the planet because it never does. 
And that's how most people live their lives. (laughs) You know, chasing after the things that they believe will make them happy, and then they realize it doesn't, and then they don't know what the answer is. So how did the success codes help us change that thinking and, and that feeling around to where we're not chasing after things, but we're able to succeed? Right. Well, first of all, We teach you how to develop a right goal instead of a wrong goal. Uh, When I did the exercise, I actually tricked you, and I apologize for that. Uh, But if I hadn't tricked you, the illustration wouldn't have worked. When you answered question number one of what you would wish for for with the genie, what your answer to that is really the number one goal of your life. But if I were, but if I were, have to, if I'd asked it that way, you would have given a different answer. And I know because I tried for about a year asking it that way, and people gave dramatically different answers. But what you said for number one is the number one goal of your life right now. Okay. So the first thing we do is teach you how to develop good goals, which means they're not based on external end result expectations. They're based on internal states like love, joy, peace, freedom, contentment, patience, kindness, uh, things like that. However you answer question number three, we teach you how to develop good goals. Then we go in and we see what computer, what human hard drive viruses you already have that are blocking your success and that in most cases are blocking you from being able to view success correctly. In other words, internally instead of externally. Because here's the thing. Here's why it won't work. If, if you think that achieving an external success will give you the internal that you want, the love, joy, peace, the health, etc. The reason it won't do that is because it violates a spiritual principle. Uh, Professor William Tiller from Stanford University, one of the stars of What the Bleep Do We Know and one of the premier quantum physicists of our day, says that the the unseen is always the parent of the seen. The internal is always the parent of the external, not the other way around. So if you're trying to achieve external results and you're full of stress and anger and and anxiety and fear and worry and low self-worth and rejection and, and all that sort of stuff, let me tell you, even if you can force yourself because you're really gifted like with finances to make a lot of money, you're going to make a lot of money and be miserable, okay? Because the external can, doesn't create the positive internal. The internal creates the external. So on the other hand, if you create the inward state, of love, joy, peace, etc. Now you have the power that creates the positive external, and it does, and it always will. You can't keep it from doing that. 
just like you can't keep the negative internal from producing negative external, all right? So we focus on finding those viruses, and we tell you how to do it step by step in the success codes process, and then how to use the codes to eliminate those viruses. So that's the first thing we do is show you how to develop good goals, then we eliminate the viruses you have related to those goals, then we create and infuse the super success memory that's going to take you to that success no matter what you do and no matter what the circumstances are, no, no matter what the economy is, no matter what your genealogy has been and how negative your family is, no, no matter what, it's going to take you to success. And, uh, and that's why Ken, Ken, by the way, was wrong. We don't have a 97% success rate. It's higher than that uh, with, with this program. So, uh, and then once you infuse the super success memory, you just keep, keep living your life with the correct blueprint of prioritizing and focusing on what is in harmony with the internal physical state and then letting that produce the external. And it, and it, it, it is it's magical. People use the word miracle a lot, but to me, it's just magical. Now, you had a story earlier that we didn't get to. I want to get back to that. You said that yeah. you have a story about people who succeeded whether they wanted to or not. Yeah, I, um, uh, I could tell stories all day long, but one of my favorite ones was um, a gentleman who had some health issues, and they healed, and, and, and he, was, he was one of those people I was – uh, thinking of when I said this earlier, and he said, hey, now, I don't know if you do this, but um, I have a success goal that I've never been able to reach. Can you help me? And I said, well, sure. We've got a new program, blah, blah, blah. Tell me about it. And he said, okay, I'm a contractor, a pretty big contractor in a small town, and uh, I've had a success goal for 10 years of making a million dollars in a year, not gross to the company, but actually to me in my pocket. And he said, I've done everything. I've, I've worked my head off. I've worked my employees' head off. I've cut corners. I've, I've done everything for 10 years, and I've never been able to get above half of that. 500000 a year. Now, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to me, but, um, you know, in, in his world, I guess that wasn't as much as he was hoping to make. But anyway, anyway, that was his goal. And no matter what he did, and he'd been to all these high-priced programs and everything, and when I did a little um, research, talking to his employees, talking to his wife, whatever, this was a miserable guy. I mean, he was big-time type A, he ticked off everybody because he pushed and pushed and pushed. He worked 80, 90 hours a week, was kind of a slob, was unhealthy. Uh, he cut corners. He wasn't totally honest with a lot of his clients, uh, really just cared about himself uh, in a lot of ways. And I said, okay, well, well tell me why you're wanting to make a million dollars. What do you see when you think about that goal? And he said, well, I want to buy this 
this it's the like uh, like the biggest or one of the biggest houses in town and it sits up on a hill you can see it from anywhere in town and i and and my flags kind of went off and i said well why that house and he said because everybody in town will look up at that house and know that that's my house and will be jealous of me, will be envious and know that I've really become successful and all. I said, okay, what else? And and as, as cliche as it sounds, he wanted a red sports car for the same reason, basically, so that when he drove downtown, you know, waving, everybody would say, oh, man, he's really made it. And, and of course, all of this is is based on his own feelings of inferiority. But anyway, that's another story. So anyway, I said, okay, I can help you with this if you'll do what I tell you to do. And uh, let me tell you, this was a challenge. And uh, so I said, okay, you can, you can still have the desire to make a million dollars in a year, but you've got to let go of that end result. And in other words, that's the direction you're going to walk in, but you're not going to you're going to give it up from day one as to whether that actually happens or not. Okay, you're going to work no more than 50 hours a week. You're going to cut the hours of your employees. You're going to give them a raise. You're going to quit cutting corners. You will never again be dishonest with a client, and and all this other stuff. And so we healed all his viruses related to that. Which <laughs> there were so many. I mean, it was unbelievable. Uh, and and uh, anyway, this guy resisted me every step of the way. I, I I never thought he would actually follow through as as hard as it was to deal with this guy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we got done, and um, and I said goodbye to him, and and always wondered what happened. And about a year and a half later, he called me. And as soon as he said hello, I was like, this is a totally different guy. And, and he said, hey, Doc, I'm so-and-so. I don't know if you remember me. He said, I just wanted to call and let you know that it, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, uh, doing what you told me to do. Not the success codes process, just, just putting the process just just agreeing to do the process because it was so against all of his type A stuff. But he said, I did it. I did it. He said, maybe it was some of my type A that is so stubborn that, you know, I wasn't willing to give up. But I did it. And I just wanted to call and let you know that I did not achieve my goal of a million dollars in a year. He said, I made over a million and a half dollars and I'm on track this year to make more than that. And he said, I still don't have the first clue how it happened. He said, I have never worked less in my life. <laughs> he said, I, you wouldn't recognize me. I've lost about 40 pounds. My wife and I are closer than we've ever been. Um, we went on a family vacation. We bought a new house, but not that one because we bought it for the right reasons. And uh, I'm, I'm doing Habitat for Humanity kind of stuff, giving back to the community. I've lowered my prices to my customers. I've started giving value added to my customers. My, my, my uh, employees love me. I have a waiting list for customers. He said, it has been 
Unbelievable. He said, I would never in a million years go back to living the way I used to live, but I never imagined I could feel this way. And, and he said, the success is just a byproduct, and it happens no matter what I do. It's just unbelievable. And, um, and so the reason I like to talk about this guy is because if anybody could, if he could do it, Anybody could do it because this guy was the opposite of of the external versus internal. He was 100% external, and um, and today is a totally different person. But for most people, you know, it wouldn't be that difficult, and the process is simple. It was just getting himself to agree to do it. That is an incredible story. <laughs> that is amazing that someone like that could completely turn around, and he's really not even sure how it happened. So think of us who have more of an idea, you know, how successful all of us could be. I really can't wait to get started on this program. Anyone who wants to look at the package itself, you can go to thewisdomshow.com under Archives and Special Offers. You'll see Dr. Alex Lloyd's picture. You'll see the special offer button. And, Alex, one of the great things also is that in the program, you provide it in video, audio, every way that a person would possibly want to learn this program is provided in the success codes. Yeah, we wrote it for all learning styles because everybody learns different. Some people want all the research. Some people are like me and say, just tell me what to do and let me get started. Um, we also provide, um, included with the program, uh, free coaching three times a week live, uh, and, and that is open-ended. I mean, our plan is that that's not for a year, and then you have to pay for another year. That's forever. And, uh, and this is not an introductory program. A lot of times you'll hear things like this, and you'll get something, and then you'll find out, okay, to really get the whole thing, no, 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 no. This is the whole enchilada for life for you and everyone in your family. It has every code for any success goal you could ever want to work toward, all the codes to deprogram, all the codes to reprogram, and the conscious blueprint to overlay onto any decision or area of your life. And, oh, and a one-year, no-questions-asked, money-back guarantee. We want you to already have the results before you're committed to the purchase. That is so incredible, and I did not realize there was live coaching with it. That is really invaluable, that people can ask questions and get help with this as they go along. Right, three times a week. That's Absolutely. amazing. Absolutely incredible. Well, thank you so much for being with us again. You always share such great information and tools that can really help us create our best lives. So thanks so much, Dr. Lloyd. We appreciate you being with us again. And uh, we're really excited here about getting started on the success code. So thanks again. It is my honor and privilege. Thank you, Jean, for having me. And thank you uh, and everyone joining us. We really look forward to uh, being with you next time on The Wisdom Show. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to visit us at thewisdomshow.com for access to archives of previous shows and special discount packages offered by our world-renowned experts. 
Thanks to InternetAudioHub.com for our state-of-the-art broadcast sound. InternetAudioHub.com is available for all of your Internet audio needs. We look forward to joining you next time on The Wisdom Show.